What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Growing Up Italian Podcast. And today we got special guest, Tommy Kuti. Did I say that so, right? I say well, that right? It sounded all right. It sounded all right. Yeah. It sounded What's good. up, bro? <laughs> it's all good, man. All chilling. How's everything? I'm chilling here. All right, man. Luckily, this lockdown is coming to an end. Things are going back to normal over here. Let's see what's going to happen. Thank God. All right. For everybody that doesn't know Tommy, we mm -hmm. met on Clubhouse. Yeah. Afro-Italiano. Yeah. Very in a town very small next to Brescia. Uh-huh. Right. Born, exactly. born in Nigeria. Moved to Italy exactly. when you were Piccolino, two years old. <laughs> two years old, yes. With your whole family, right? Your mom, your dad. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, brothers then, and sisters. Yeah, yeah. My brothers were born here in Italy. All of my brothers were were five brothers. Oh, so you're the oldest. Were, yeah. Yeah, I'm the oldest. I'm the first. Oh, you're the only you're the only one that wasn't born in Italy. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, how was that like transition for you from Africa to Italy? Like, was it from from the stories your parents tell you and what you remember growing up? Like, yeah, yeah. That whole process. Like, to be honest, I don't remember much being in Nigeria because I was two years old when yeah, I you remember when I came. I no, I don't. I really don't have memories from me in Nigeria when I was a kid. I remember when I was like six years old and we went there for a month or something. But yeah, I guess maybe I can't recall much the transition between coming to from Africa to here. But I can recall like the first experiences being a black kid in an all white Italian school. You know, you know all all white Italian. So Austria you were the, you would say you were the only black kid in a, an Italian school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was like in kindergarten, yeah, I started having some other like uh, black kids, foreign kids when I went to elementary school. But that was when I was already seven years old, when I actually moved to another town. Because my my family, we started off living in Brescia, then we moved to this little town called Castiglione di Mestiglier. Yeah. So the little town is more like quiet versus Brescia. Brescia is a yeah, Brescia is, yeah, yeah. Well, also there in Brescia, we were living, living in a really smaller town. But yeah, like actually, uh, when I moved to this Castiglione town, like I went to live like in a neighborhood where everyone was foreign, like those projects, uh, neighborhoods where like all all uh, kids of immigrants lived, all children of immigrants. Your, your English so, is really good, bro. Your English is really bro, good. You didn't, learn that, you didn't learn that in an Italian school. Absolutely not. Absolutely. I was an exchange student, bro. I was an exchange student. I came to the US. Why? I remember. I, I remember. Because we, yeah, we were yeah. talking that time. I think yeah, you, yeah. you were one of your one of your friends was in Atlanta or something. No, my friend went to California and I went to Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I remember we were talking about all that. So that's why your English yeah, is yeah. so good because you really like lived it. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Then I, I used to have, like, an American girl. Like, I have ah, an American girl. You like girl. the American yeah. girl, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I like it, man, <laughs> definitely. So Always for anybody that. that doesn't follow you or watch mm. your videos, it's pretty, it's pretty entertaining because, hold on, I'm going to wait for this fire truck to pass. You hear yeah, it? New York life. Yeah, New York. York. You're live. New we're York live. Life, we're live in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> you can't. You can't fake this. All right. So. So what I was gonna say was, for anybody that doesn't follow you, 
you're very animated. Like when I see your videos, you know, you start comunque. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I feel like it should be Tommy comunque cuti. Like <laughs> Tommy comunque cuti. Every, every video you do, you start with comunque, comunque. Yeah, uh, I realize I I use that word. I realized at some point that I use that word a lot. Comunque, which is how, however, in English. Yeah, however. So I just I just made the format out of it. So everything that comes out of, of my mind, I'm like, okay, comunque, people, listen. <laughs> I love that. So t- tell us a little <laughs> bit about like your journey because you we you moved to Nigeria when you were two. You went to school. Where did like becoming an artist and this like whole personality come into play? Uh, with something when you were a kid, you were always like the animated one and like uh, if i have to be honest like my exchange student here in the u.s really saves my life totally like before that i was kind of i wouldn't say shy but i don't know like if you grow up in an, an environment where there is a little bit of racism people are looking at you a certain way maybe your family is not doing so well off like financially you just have some kind of insecurities and stuff like that. But when I went to the U.S. as an exchange student, even though I went to a little redneck town <laughs> that was in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, those people still like appreciated me and made me feel at home. So I came back home. I came back to Italy with a whole different energy, with a, with a whole different mentality. I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make this music thing work. So you that's live what the American was dream in Italy say that i can really say that i can really say that like yeah. I, i'm really like thankful like people i'm sure people in italy don't even realize realize it but a lot of my way of thinking even sometimes people like when they see me they're like you're you're super chill you're super humble i, I really think that comes a lot from my experience in the u.s honestly because mm-hmm. i realize that a lot of people like i don't know even famous U.S. celebrities, sometimes you might meet them and they're just chill. Like, I can say that we don't really have that, that, that mentality much over here. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about being an Afro-Italiano in, in, a, in a school where you're, the only, where you're the only black kid. Like, how was that growing up? Was it, was it rough? Yeah, it was rough, man. Because also, I, I always like to say this, like, U.S. kids, if you're a black American, at least you have those Michael Jackson, those Mike Tysons, you have all those type of uh, figures that you could use as examples of, yeah. of, as people to look up to. Over here, it's kind of difficult because it's different. Like, we don't, like, since immigration started uh, in Italy in the last recent maybe 20 or 30 years, 30 years, people actually are still getting used to the idea of people being different, you know? Of yeah. Italian having different type of colors hey, and different Italy's type of nationality. Behind with that. Italy's yeah, Italy is Italy is really behind with that. Of course, like this generation, even in this last year, a lot of things are changing. Like I'm I'm happy about some of like things that some of my friends that are Afro Italiano that are getting good opportunities, like who's making movies, who's becoming an actor. But yeah, we still cannot compare it to com- countries like England, France, or Germany. You know. Yeah, they're way they're way ahead as far as that. I mean, like just the soccer teams. You know, we have Mario Balotelli and Moeskin, and that's it. Like those are only that's it. That's France. France that you know 
I would say is like a a country like Italy, like all yeah. people, who's from Turkey, who's from Africa. Yeah, you know what I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's you different. Can see the difference, but it's, cra it's crazy. We're getting there, though. So it's it's I can't I can't lie. I, every person who grows up black in Italy will eventually have some kind of trauma <laughs> for yeah. sure. Because like we were talking about the the Netflix series that you mm -hmm. were you were promoting because yeah, yeah. it kind of tells that story of like a of of yeah, yeah. in Italy. And also like I really like I appreciated that series, not because it's the best series I ever seen in my life, but it's because it's the first time I'm seeing something like a television product where I feel represented, where people are speaking with my perspective, from my point of view, you're, you feel you're me? like that's me, you know? You're yeah, yeah, that that, that that whole scene, that whole thing could have been filmed in my neighborhood where I grew up, you know? And before that, it didn't really happen because even me, like sometimes I, I do, like I am asked to do some acting jobs and 90% of the acting jobs that they want to give me is like me being a drug dealer, me being a, a, like an immigrant fresh off the boat, me being some kind of, I don't know, Mer Mer uh, Merson, like those people, they call them Bukumprab, those people who sell stuff on the street. So, you know, yeah. like growing up, I don't know if it's a proper term, but like, you know, in my little town in Italy, there were like the Moroccans that would come sell blankets and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. In Marokin, right? Isn't that? Yeah, like, yeah. Isn't that yeah, like they would call them Marokin, even though they're not all Marokin. That's crazy. Right? <laughs> Anybody that's different from <laughs> Marokin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's crazy. Like this country, really needs to be educated. And you know what's also sad about Italy sometimes? What Italians forget, that at the end of the day, what made Italian, it's a mixture of population. You, we all know that. Like, it's all the Arabs, it's all the people from the South, people from the North. Like, all, all, kind of, all, all kind of people made Italians. But I don't know why in the last recent years, Italian came to think that it's just one. <laughs> it's just one, one ethnicity and one, one nationality which is crazy. It's like, sometimes I wish at school that would teach us what really went on in history, you know? That will make a difference. Italian, though, like, what I noticed, they critique a lot. And... Like, <laughs> I have a lot of issues with Italians in Italy, too, because, like, my parents were both born in Italy, and then I was okay. born here, and then they say I'm not Italian. Like, anybody that... Who made the rules? Like, what's Italian and what isn't, is what I want to know. Man, it's crazy. It's very delicate, man. It's very delicate. It's very delicate because, I don't know, I have people like me who were born in this country and they do not have the citizenship. I don't even know if you heard about this last recent situation with the famous TikToker. There is, I don't know, there is this TikToker okay. called Gabby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's, he became the most famous celebrity in this country, okay, yep. all of the sudden, out of the blue. But what's crazy is that even though he's Italian, he's technically not Italian because he doesn't have Italian citizenship. Yeah, How crazy I, is you that? Know, you know that kid or no? You, you talk we, we talk, we talk a, a couple of times on the I love on that the kid, bro. My, yeah, yeah, he's, he's me, cool. My cousin, like all of us, we share all his videos. Cause like, yeah, yeah, he's fun. He doesn't even... And then, I didn't even know Come he went to Italy because he doesn't even have to talk. Like his facial expressions say it all, you know? No, he's crazy, man. What's funny is that I, I swear to God, I was talking to him like a Saturday night, like a month ago. 
And all of a sudden, the next day, it blew up. Like, it blew up, like, <laughs> all over the world. Like, it's something I've never seen before, seriously. Yeah, no. like, you know, that's the power of TikTok, though. Like, someone could just go viral in a minute. All over the world, all over. But it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I just never seen something like that before. All over the world, the whole world knows him. And it's this kid <laughs> I was talking to, and he's from, he's from Italy. He's from Torino or something. No, that's amazing, man. So, like, yeah, yeah. as far as the hip-hop scene in Italy goes, you're an artist, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Lukaku. The song's name's Lukaku, right? Yeah, yeah. I made this song called Numero Nove. Numero uh, Lukaku. Luka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lukaku. You know, we're the, we're the champions of Italy this year. We're both Inter fans. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing, man. It's yeah, so, Inter Milan. Yes. So I'm know, so I'm so happy about Inter Milan. I don't know, even because I, uh, it was my favorite team also growing up, and like they just represent the idea of the dream Italy. What I would like to live in, where you have like kids from all over the world making it and living out living out their dream. Like the reason why that's the name of yeah, our team. Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. You know, even like the reason why I made this song about Lukaku is because I remember when I was a kid. We will be watching games from Ronaldo, Recoba. I don't know if you know those players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man, we were so... Adriano. Martin, yeah, Obafemi Martins. And to us kids, like in the neighborhoods, those people, they resonated so much. Like, they meant so much to us. They were like our hero, our chance to believe that we could make something great in life, you know? So that's that, that was the idea, the idea about it. No, that's that's so, real. Yeah. That's real stuff right there, bro. Because that was like the figure for you to say, like, there is a way. You know, there is a way we. Can <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, sometimes I wonder, like, for you, like, who were you, who were your figures? Were there were there Italian people or were black American people? Like American growing people? up. Yeah, yeah. So growing up, my idol. I mean, listen, I I used to go to Italy every summer as a kid, and I still. Okay. So I've been to Italy like 28 times. So okay. like for me, I was a big Inter fan when I was a kid. I love Ronaldo, but okay. I also love Michael Jordan. You know? Okay. Like I used to be obsessed with Michael Jordan. Like even growing up, I was like a Bulls fan instead of being a Knicks fan. You know what I mean? But then as I got mm. older, I became a Knicks fan. But that's how like important Michael Jordan was. I guess. In the world because... He was just amazing, you know, like, and then, of course, the movie Space Jam, like, yeah. even if you don't watch the sport, but you watch yeah, the movie, everyone you, you find a way to like him, you know what I'm saying? But correct me if I'm wrong, there, has, there hasn't been anything close to Michael Jordan after him. Kobe, or Bryant, that was... Kobe Bryant. Yeah. LeBron. But, well, but Kobe, I mean, Kobe's actually... You know, spoke Italian and everything. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I saw the videos of him rapping in Italian. I was freaked out. I was like, yeah. "Damn, he could have had a career." He spent a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. I think his dad played professional yeah, yeah. over there. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, Kobe. Kobe has Rings and LeBron James. Those are the only guys that come close. Yeah. But to me, they're not close because, like. Exactly, that's what I mean, what he meant for people, because, like, even my, my father, he doesn't care much about basketball, but he knew Michael Jordan, and he would buy us Jordan sometimes when he, when he could as a kid, because, I think, like, you know. I think with Michael Jordan was that he changed the culture. Yeah. 
He like, yeah. he changed everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the way, oh, he. Yeah, yeah. No, you were, you were like, okay. Yeah, so Ma Michael, Michael, Jordan. Michael Jordan was like that figure when, when he played and every kid wanted to be like him, even his style. Like he wore sneakers that no one ever wore before. Uh, his shorts, he wore them different. You know what I'm saying? Like everything about yeah. him. And then also the fact that, you know, a team like Chicago where they're like, weren't like that Lakers or Celtics, like not a yeah. big franchise at the time. Like he brought them, he stayed with them and he won with them. You know, like a lot of people yeah, now, like, okay, Kobe yeah. stayed with the Lakers too. But like, you know, certain well, the Lakers are the Lakers. Of yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like a lot of people like leave team like LeBron James, right? Like he left Cleveland to go to Cleveland. Miami. He yeah. went in Miami, then went back to Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? So like but, but did he win in Cleveland? Not right away. He left one with Miami first, then yeah. went back to Cleveland, one with Cleveland, then went to the Lakers. Okay, I see. I see. Now. But listen, <laughs> he's he's this insane athlete too. Like totally, man. Freak totally. freak of nature. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I also think it's about also the moment, what was going on when Michael Jordan was... Sometimes it's also about timing, don't you think so? Like, about timing, that some heroes, like, are born in the, in the time where they're, they're the only one that can shine. And then some other people have to compete, because sometimes we're, we're always going to remember Messi and Ronaldo, you know? But if there wasn't Messi... Ronaldo would be the, like the biggest star ever for the last 10 years. And if you, there wasn't Ronaldo, Messi would be the biggest star. But then they had to share it. I have the feeling that Michael Jordan was just the biggest superstar. Like the first, the first time an athlete had the chance to get to that level of attention. stardom. Yeah, yeah. Attention, yeah, 100%. You know? yeah, 100%. That's, true. That's true too. So, what, um, so yeah, I, I looked up to Ronaldo, the... the mm. R9 growing up. Okay. Michael Jordan, definitely. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, like a, a bunch of athletes, really, like in singers too, like Eros uh -huh. Ramazzotti, you know, like stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say Eros Ramazzotti? Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. All the time, Americans love him. Really? I, I can imagine. I, can, I want to ask dope. you something about like the Italian rap scene, man, because it's really like blowing up in Italy right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Like lately, like there was the revolution that like, started in 2006. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of viral moments that I feel are happening, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like ever since 2016, there was this new generation of artists that they just make th made things different and they took the game to a whole different new level. Like, I feel like now a lot when... of the Italian artists that rap, mm -hmm. like the Italian rappers are getting a lot of love in the rest of Europe, like UK. Yeah, yeah. A few of them are. Strangely enough, it's incredible. But yeah, some of them are really, even some, like what's happening lately is that like there is this kid, Rondo, that is doing collabs with, UK artists, like it's crazy, like, like Central Sea, yeah. Central. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like the scene has never been this big. I guess it's at at its finest. Yeah, so I also think it's because there isn't that much options. I have the feeling, like I I can say this pop music in Italy, 
sucks lately. Pop music wasn't able to keep up to date like the hip hop trap music did. You know what well, I mean? Hip hop and trap music is pop now, bro. Yeah, that's it. And that's in Italy, it. like it's on what on one side you got those rappers, okay, and then on the other side you got those Eros Ramazzotti who are still there. I think Italy is one of the. I don't. I cannot explain it. Like, can you imagine if, like, I don't know, Bruce Priston was the cool celebrity, but for some people in Italy, oh, all those know. old folks, they're like, "Wow, you feel me?" Yeah. Like we were talking about it recently, but like Italian artists, like Edos and all that. That's who like Italian Americans know. Like Sfera Basta, Guepicano. These guys I interview, like. We're trying to show everyone, like you know. Oh, I see. I see. Now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I see. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's crazy because, like, I I thought the same. But one thing I will say, like, just to talk about hip hop, the rock bands, Bruce Springsteen, Van Halen, mm. they don't even like really make new music, and they still sell out, right? Okay. If an older rapper like tries doing something, they'd be like, "Why is he mad old trying to sing?" <laughs> but it's also about the culture. It's about the culture too. Uh, like, I you feel gotta, you. You got to think of that. Yeah. Maybe I like certain you. rappers that you know, like let's say once certain rappers rap a long time, they're gonna be like, "What is he doing? Still like rapping? You yeah. know, like he's too old." Yeah. Yeah, so I feel you. Thing, you know, like uh, you're right. I think probably Jay Z is the only 50 year old that's still pulling it and still have the coolness. You know, even. Snoop Dogg is almost getting to that stage where he's laying low a little bit. Yeah, he's like whereas, yeah, whereas those rock bands they keep going, keep going hundred percent. No, but what I was trying to tell you is this: like even for my country, like my parents who are like fifty years and above, they listen to to the cool shit. They listen to like the Afro Afro beats artists like Whiskey, Davido, Bornaboy. They don't want to listen to the old shit. They want to listen to the new cool stuff. Whereas I have the feeling that in Italy, people keep listening to the old stuff. Like they keep effing with the old, old stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like the tradition doesn't leave, you know? Like I was shocked. I went to Zucchero's concert oh and it was God. in an arena. It was like 30,000 people. And I was like, really? I didn't know. But man, those people, man, they still have their shine. They still have their thing going oh, on. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. shocking. That's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So listen, we were talking about Afro Italiani, and mm. you know, you were talking about role models you saw like playing for Inter mm. and the soccer teams. Mm. So give us some people like Afro Italiani that we should know right now. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, in the in the music industry, you mean anything? Or... Anything? Like, we're oh, in general. Michele. In general. Okay. Nice. Nice. I really appreciate this. You have to know this. On the second of June, it's going to be in Italian, but like I'm doing my TED talk is going to come out. A TED okay. talk where I talk about Afro, Afro-Italians, yeah? And in this TED talk about how things have changed. And of course, before we were talking about that zero, the this new uh, television series came out for Netflix and it was written by Antonio Di Kelly Di Stefano. He's an Afro-Italian kid. And he also, like you were saying that you saw me in the video for the promotion. In this video for the promotion of this ser- series, there were all, a bunch of famous Afro-Italian people like Loretta Grace. She's a famous singer who's also known to be like good on YouTube and, and like 
She posts a lot of stuff about makeup and stuff like that. So she's a good content creator. There is Bellamy, but also in the music industry, like as I was telling you, I run this radio program for, for TRX Radio. Like two years ago, this radio was created in Italy. This radio was created in Italy. And it was created by a bunch of rappers. Like it, it, it includes Repequeño, Fabri Fibra, Salmo, all, all of them. It's called TRX Radio. And in this radio, I have a music program called Due Gira. And in this radio program, I talk about all, all the music from the second generation immigrants in Italy. So all kinds of artists. So like some artists are really blowing up. Like there is this kid, I don't know if you ever heard him, it's called Baby Gang. I think if I'm not no. wrong, he's Moroccan. Bro. Man, he's going know, hard, man. I know that guy, yeah, of course. He's going hard, listen, man. Bro, listen, yeah. I, uh, I saw his video, I think it's called Blitz, Blitz Gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I watched this, I had to watch it like two times in a row. I'm like, what bro? is this? But he's- Bro, I'll be- I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I think, you know how rap, hip hop, it's struggle music. I think it's mostly the foreign artists that have real stories to tell. I'll be honest. Because, you know, a lot of times, like other famous artists are people who are doing well, well, well enough in life already, pretending to be coming from some kind of struggle. I mean, you come to Italy, you know, like, Unless you come from the south and you fuck and you see some of the mafia shit, it's quite laid back in the rest of the country. Unless you're foreign and you actually have to, uh, you actually have to go through rough situations. So, yeah, you know, I mean, most of the time, us foreigners we come like we're with children of parents who come to this country not knowing anyone, not knowing languages, and really they have to struggle. So, like, I I really fuck with artists like Baby Gang because I know that shit is real. It's not like, I think his music, someone might say that it sounds like a lot of other Italian artists, but this shit is real. I can He's feel- He's from Morocco, right? From yeah, 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 yeah. I can, yeah. you, can, you okay. can feel that he actually had to go through shit in life. And yeah. I don't know, sometimes I actually wanted to ask you about it. Be honest with me, please be honest. But how does it feel to you sometimes when you see those Italian white artists pretending to be black kids from Atlanta. The thing that bugs me out, and I've said it before, because like I feel in um, America especially, like we learned how to like respect, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. using the N word, you know, certain like things mm -hmm. like that yeah. is really important, especially yeah. in America, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. so I feel like Italy's behind with that, you know? And like, I see a lot of rappers in Italy wearing do-rags and stuff like that. Now me, bro, I grew up in Brooklyn. Like I'm two blocks away from the projects. Like I play basketball every day. I was the worst basketball player on my team. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay. Like just to put okay. it like that. So when I see like these kids wearing do-rags, I'm like, why are they wearing do-rags? Like do-rags are meant for like people that want waves and stuff like that. So yeah. like, for me, that's like the confusing part. So it is quite confusing, man. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm glad you see it. I'm glad nah, you see I, it. Because... Listen, <laughs> I see it. And it's funny because all my friends that work in like hip hop here and stuff like that, sometimes I'll put like Italian music, like the Italian rap scene and they laugh and we make fun of certain things. Like We think it's funny. Like what the hell are they doing? You know, but I got to be honest too. Like, 
the production and and videos and stuff are really cool to watch like it's kind of yeah. crazy to see like how far italian rap has come in a matter yeah, of yeah that's that's two, three years you yeah, know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. like because i didn't pay attention to a lot of italian rap and now i pay attention you know what i'm saying i feel you i feel you like i can't i can't deny it like there was a generational change like as i was telling you in 2016 those new artists just started doing like stuff like but not thinking as italian they were thinking as international stars and some of them actually managed to become international stars so yeah like yeah. i'm happy about that sometimes i just wish that there would be just more of that respect that you that you were talking about you know yeah. that respect because you know at the end of the day it's that's got to come bro but that's come that comes from people like you guys like you that have a platform you know like mm -hmm. yeah i feel so you. <laughs> i feel like there should be a you know i was talking to lion about it like I don't really know who the biggest Afro-Italian like rap or mm -hmm. rap star is. Yeah, yeah. Who's that girl yeah. you said? No, no, no. She's not a, a, an artist. Like, to be honest, artist, like, it's more between me and Layong, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Layong is... Yeah, but, you know, you guys have a great platform, man. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> I would love to see, like, the big guys, like, show you guys some love. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only way. I see. Okay? But I, but I see, but that's, but you bring me back to one point that sometimes I find it hard to understand, which is sometimes I don't understand, like, the bigger guys, when they're, like, they're doing this rap shit, and they know that this rap shit comes from black ghetto kids in the U.S., like, how yeah. sometimes, I, I, it's weird to me that sometimes they don't feel like there is something weird that is just 99% white people that are just doing it. You know, you know, you, you know how I feel. Like, listen to this. Like, when I got signed, okay, one of the reasons why I got signed, listen to this. The reason one of the reasons why I got signed to Universal Music back in the days is also because like the president of Universal Music in France, okay, came to Italy. He went to one of those famous hip hop events where all rappers sing and so he saw all of the Italian rappers, he saw all the people in the crowd, and then he went to someone from the University of Italy and he was like, hey, why is it just white people? Like, really? Why is there no, <laughs> no single black artist and there's no one black in the crowd? So then those people at Universal Music started thinking, oh man, maybe we should do something about to it. To find an artist like that. Yeah, and just, it's also just a matter of giving some other people opportunities. But that's where, like, sometimes I think, uh, like in Italy, it's even harder for black kids to, to have a chance because, you know, making music costs a lot of money, no? It costs that's a lot problem, of money. That's the problem, bro. Like, a lot of people, yeah, it, even that I know, the small artists here, the talent gets beaten by a game plan and money every time. Like, exactly. I know some of the most talented kids that, just don't have money for studio time for production yeah. beats you know i know man and they they get beat every time man you need that and correct me if i'm wrong i have the feeling that in the u.s sometimes even though there's no not money for like project kids there are some situations maybe there's the drug dealer of the neighborhood who will finance someone's album or there's like a youth center or there is like a, a state program yeah. or some shit yeah. like that, that yeah that's sometimes. what we that happens sometimes yeah <laughs> 
And I think that's what we don't have here. Like ladders for people who do not have the same amount of opportunity. Yeah. You feel me? You guys so, yeah. have drug dealers there, though. <laughs> <laughs> man, the drug dealers here are not into rap, man. But I guess maybe they have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea about the business part of it, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I'm sure, like, in the U.S., man, there's so many freaking artists that blow up that even a drug dealer will be like, yeah, man, I'm going to invest in you so you're going to become the next Jay-Z. You're going to become yeah, the next exactly. Kendrick Lamar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's hard to hear. It's hard. It's to hear. I I really enjoyed this combo, man. This was me too, man. Me too. Man. We gotta do this oh. more often. Listen, I'm gonna I'm, here. I'm gonna end it right here. For everybody, okay. make sure to check Tommy on social media. He has an album on the way. Do you want to tell yeah. anybody about that? Anything you could tease? I'm us working. With? Like what what I've been trying to do lately is trying to make a fusion between Italian rap and Afrobeat because I'm Nigerian. You know, exactly. I was I was I was born in Nigeria, so. I don't know if you ever heard about some of the Afro Afro track songs. Yeah. You, do you know I you know Borna Boy or Witskid or you never heard of Davido? There are some artists that Davido, like, yeah, of course. I know Davido. Yeah. Davido's a international star, bro. Exactly. So like people from my country are doing that shit internationally. So I'm trying to bring that wave to, to Italy, man. That's what I'm trying to do. No, I love so, yeah. it. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, bro, we're, it's... we're rooting for you, bro. Thank Listen, you, man. It hang, was hang, on, hang on on the line. I'm going to end it here for everybody, but I'm going to need you to do <laughs> okay. Thank you for your time. Okay. As always, care, like man. and subscribe, guys. We'll see you soon. <laughs>